What is going on, Cheat Code Sports Fantasy Football Podcast listeners? You got K-Love, you got Stevie P. We're coming at you with another podcast. What's going on, Steve? What's going on, Kev? What's going on, family? What's up, everyone? So today we are going to get into our podcast league draft that we had yesterday. Uh, 12 teams um, started off a little rocky, got to be honest. Um, You know, so... Uh, before we get into it, I don't think there was much news today that was really noteworthy. I think, uh, you know, T.Y. Hilton, he's on injured reserve. Uh, Rashad Bateman and Miles Boykin both on injured reserve. So, you know, the receivers for ba- for Baltimore are a little, you know, a little rough. Uh, like we've been saying, to me, that makes Mark Andrews a lot more enticing. So, um, Is it, it's the short term, right? I, I think I think for the two Baltimore guys, I think it was the short term yeah, IR. So, it was. Even T, even Ty, I think it was Ty yes. was three games. Yeah. Yep. So, but none of that's. I mean, you know, none of those guys. If anything, those are just increasing everybody else's. You know, like Mark Andrews or maybe Campbell or Pittman get a little more love, but doesn't do much. I mean, you know, Ty was kind of being drafted a little later, not really even being taken in, in a lot of leagues. Bateman was a nice story. Uh, you know, me and Steve both love Bateman as a player because of his ability to shake loose and f- get free at the line. But at the same time, you know, you can't be uh, can't be getting hurt either. So, uh, yep. best ability is availability. One hundred percent. So let's get right into this draft, shall we? Uh, break down these teams, um, and uh, as we break them down, uh, we'll give them grades as we usually do. So the first team, right off the bat. You get an F, straight up, <laughs> just for being an asshole. <laughs> Seriously, like you came on my man's neck, told him uh, set a time, just set a time. I will be there tomorrow. Set a time for tomorrow night. Steve sets a time, six thirty. My man don't show up the whole draft. Yeah, and five minutes after draft. the draft was over, says, "Oh my bad, I forgot." <laughs> like, yeah, come on now. Yeah, uh, Colonel Colonel Anguish has been actually he's been a listener for a while for the past. He was actually on the podcast a couple of years ago. Oh, he, yeah, I remember. Yeah, he was on the podcast. That's why I'm calling him out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I don't really know what happened with that. I mean, he's a Packer fan, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, we uh, we don't really know what happened with that. He just he's obviously going to get an F because we're going to read this team off, and you guys are going to see this is this is, and you know what. A fucking sleeper like has got to be the worst the worst website when it comes to if you don't make your draft if you fuck up and miss your draft sleeper will it's fuck terrible. you horribly horribly like it does it makes no sense how he got this team that he got i i seriously will not do leagues on sleeper at all anymore after our league last year it yeah. was just it's just been it, 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 I'm not a fan of it. You got to be honest. No, nah, I won't a- be doing any paid leagues. I, I mean, like the listener leagues are cool because it's easy to get yeah. everybody in. It's easy to send the invites and get everybody there uh-huh. on time. And then it has the timer to let everybody know, like, hey, I mean, you got six hours for your draft and all. Like, I like certain aspects of it. But when it comes to this kind of shit, like, you miss your fucking pick, they give you a horrible pick. Like, yeah. for example, it's not even a horrible pick. It's just a pick that doesn't make sense compared no to what. Sense. Like no so, let's just read his team off, and we'll show you. So he had the first overall pick. Obviously, you know CMC. he auto drafted. He yeah, he auto drafted the whole draft. First pick was CMC. Second pick was Chris Carson. So honestly, he's not not bad. Third pick, third round. First pick of the third round, Lamar Jackson. 
Yep. Definitely early for Lamar. Way early. Comes back in the fourth round, Russell Wilson. Early for Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Fifth round, DJ Moore. Comes back in the sixth round, Aaron Rodgers. Seventh Stim- round, Odell Beckham. Eighth round, Matthew Stafford. Ninth <laughs> round, Baker Mayfield. Like, what team needs five quarterbacks? No. Like, sleeper, you got to do better, man. Like, I, I get it that this guy missed his draft. Maybe you're just trying to punish him and teach him a lesson. But you're teaching the league. You're, you're, you're punishing the league. Yep. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, you know, I ain't going to go crazy and act like I'm all in love with every quarterback. I mean, I love pretty much any quarterback on, on his team outside of Mayfield. I would gladly have on my team. Yep. But you just made the rest of the league like, shit. Do we got to take quarterbacks now? Do we got to wait? Can we wait on quarter? Like, what are we doing here? And it just, it, it was a terrible situation and put the league in a terrible situation because it took all the quarterbacks off the board. And then you had, you know, everybody else getting quarterbacks. It just made no sense. And while some guy, people are a little crazy with quarterback, they'll, you know, I talked about a guy in one of the league, my paid leagues that I'm in that in the fourth round took Kyler Murray, sixth round took Dak Prescott. Yeah. Like, this stuff does happen, but my man did not draft another quarterback the rest of the the rest of the draft. Yep. Like nobody drafts five quarterbacks. So sleeper, you just got to be better than that, man. Like it, no lie, like we've used sleeper for every podcast league that we've done. Um, Steve and I used it last year for our regular league and just were not happy with it. And this is the type of shit why. Yep. Uh, but tenth round, he wound up taking Tony Pollard. Eleventh round, Johnny Smith, uh, Jacoby Myers in the twelfth. Uh, Pittsburgh's defense, Henry Ruggs, and Jason Sanders. Now, my straight up F because it was auto drafted, five quarterbacks, you get an F right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but I will say, you know, props to Colonel Anguish for at least admitting his screw up and saying, I'm going to ride with the team. Made a trade already early, you know, early on, traded McCaffrey. Uh, wound up getting uh, Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, and Kenny Galladay. So, you know, while his team is a little rough, you know, he was able to trade, you know, he was able to trade McCaffrey and get, you know, some good depth that are going. it's probably going to be able to help him out. He has Carson, Gibson, and James Robinson now. He still has all of them quarterbacks. Well, he, he, in order to do this, he released Stafford and, Bay, and Mayfield. Um so he's still got Wilson and Rogers. Hopefully he's able to make a trade for another one of those guys. But, uh, yeah, yeah he I mean, just luckily, traded Russell Wilson for Juju Smith Schuster. So okay. I did not even know. I did not even catch that one, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So, you know, like I said, props to him for, uh, maintaining that team. And, you know, he, he's got an okay squad now. I mean, you know, Carson, Carson Gibson, um, uh, James Robinson, you know, DJ Moore, Juju Smith-Schuster. You know, you got Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. Maybe eventually he trades Rodgers for somebody. But, you no, know, overall, he's, you know, he's working his way towards getting a good team. For, so, uh, F for your draft, but A-plus for your effort right now. Bro, he could have had, if you look at his team, right, he could have had McCaffrey, Carson, Waller, right? Then had, uh, he no, no, he, he, he missed he, out he on Waller. Waller. He could have got Waller. But he had, he could. He could have had, yeah, Waller. He would have had Waller. Yeah, he could have got Waller. Yep, would have got Waller. And then coming back in the next he round. He could have had A.J. Brown. Yep. He could have had Keenan Mike Allen. Mike Evans, D.J. Moore. He could have did that, right? Mm-hmm. His team would look really good. Like, some of the players that, that fell to him, like, even, you know, I don't know, man. Like, 
it's crazy. It, like, he could have had a really good team. It, it, it's yeah. a shame. It's a shame. But, yeah, bro, got to give you an F. All right, so. F, like Jason. I said, F for the draft, A for the A-plus for the effort in trying to make yourself a, a viable competitor. Yes, sir. All right, so J-Train was uh, number team number two. Yep. Uh, J-Train took Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, uh, Darren Waller, Kyler Murray, uh, Mike Evans, Ronald Jones, Debo Samuel, Will Fuller, McCall Hardman, Deshaun Watson, Logan Thomas, Young Ho Koo, Young Way Koo, uh, Washington football team defense, the Patriots defense, and Elijah Moore. Um, so go ahead, Steve. Uh, let me pull uh, it up on the roster. It's a little hard for me to – I like looking at the roster better than I look looking at the draft board so I can – I hear that. So J-Train – uh, he was drafted before in our leagues, and he normally does a pretty good job. And this is not a bad team. My issue with this team is, like, why would you take the Washington defense and the Patriots defense? Like, that don't make no sense. Uh, you took Kyler Murray and then took another quarterback and Deshaun Watson in the 10th when you could have got Deshaun Watson basically the 15th. Like, people are... People are not trying to pick up Deshaun Watson. Well, right this was this one was a little different though. You don't know, you didn't know when guys with quarterbacks were going to get taken. So if he really That's wanted true. Watson, I just don't, I don't see the point in drafting another quarterback. Period. When you have Kyler Murray, exactly. it's the same thing. I talked about this with you know to Steve yesterday when we were going when we were just talking about the draft ourselves. Like the guy who took Josh Allen has Trevor Lawrence. The guy who took Patrick Mo or. Um, Dak Prescott has Joe Burrow. That one I can understand a little bit, but, you know, a guy who took Tom Brady has Trey Lance. That one I understand a little bit, but, you know, it's it kind of defeats the purpose to drafting these good quarterbacks because, you know, you know you're drafting a good quarterback, hoping he stays healthy for the year. That's why you're drafting him early, and it opens you up to get a lot of depth in, in the later rounds, not just, you know, load your team with a couple of different quarterbacks and, you know, now you're sitting there and your depth looks like it looks like J trains, you know, right now. Yeah. And he's got <laughs> he also took Waller and Lo- Logan Thomas like. Mm-hmm. So you took two quarterbacks, two tight ends, tight ends two, two defense. defenses like I just. And to I got to give you a I got to I got, uh, you know, I'm just going to give the grade. I I, I got to give this team a D like this team could have been much better. Um. You know, I I like your first three picks. You know what I mean? I probably am not taking Kyler there. Uh, I see why you took him because of, you know, Josh Allen and, and all that. But, you know, you know I prob- I'd probably go uh, a, a wide receiver there. You know what I mean? I, I'd much rather have DJ Moore than Kyler Murray, if I'm being honest. Um, because I don't think the points difference between Kyler Murray and Herbert and the guys that basically Aaron Rodgers and all those guys are going to be that significant that, you know, but the point difference between, you know, DJ Moore, Mike Evans, and then Debo as your third guy, uh, you know, could be significant. So I don't know. I, you know, it was good for me up until the fuller pick, you know, cause Debo, you know, I'm not really high on Debo this year. I think, you know, I think he could have some hit or miss games. Uh, Will Fuller, we all talked about him. Me and Kevin have been telling you to t- draft, you know, Fuller all off season, basically. 
Miko Hardman, I, pff, who knows? But then after that, you have no depth. Like you have no, no run, no running back depth because Ronald Jones. Let's be honest, is probably not going to be a big contributor for your team. So if Ronald, if, if Jacobs or Cook gets hurt, you're fucked. You are mm-hmm. royally fucked in this league. Um, you know, and there's two flexes in this league, so you're going to be flexing Logan Thomas if that happens because you're going to have to start Ronald Jones and flex Logan Thomas because you have no mm-hmm. idea what Elijah Moore is going to do. I was going to say you're going to need Elijah Moore to be really good because. You know, Debo is, you know, we know what Debo is. He's, he can be very good when he's out there, but he's definitely, you know, been somebody that's caught the injury bug a little bit. Mike, Mike Evans is kind of a hit or miss home run type of player. So you're really counting on your running backs, quarterback and tight end to carry you here. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, first week, Will Fuller, like like Steve said, like you're probably starting McCole Hardman or Logan Thomas in week one, which I'm not trying to go into my, you know, my, my season starting two tight ends or starting McCole Hardman, period. And by doing that, you also have to start Ronald Jones. Like, I'm just not a fan of this team at all. I, I, I will say having, you know, having to me a top two quarterback, running back and tight end i'll give you a c for at least having that but the rest of your team i'm just i mean i'm not a fan of i'm a, i like josh jacobs probably a little more than most people that you listen to but then that's another thing you got to look at you got waller and jacobs on the oak on the vegas raiders offense like that's not a that's not good you're you're you big, got all the points the vegas <laughs> yeah literally like, and it's not like vegas is out here dropping crazy points like you know i, I you know i just not a fan yeah, normally when Waller goes off, Jacobs don't. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's like almost like a vice versa. If if Waller yeah. goes off, Jacobs don't. Waller can have good games when Jacobs has good games, but when Waller has blow up games, Jacobs really doesn't do much. So it's a it's a double edged sword on that one. But yeah, I, like I said, I gotta give this a D. I can't I can't go no higher than a D just because you have no depth. Like one injury and your team is done. Like you, you're you're basically. You know, and then you're you're trading away. You know, you'd have to be trading away like a Waller or something like that to get a, a tight end and a, a running back and re- to replace, you know, your running back, and that that's gonna hurt you. That you know that that sucks. So you know, team that I I don't see how this this ends up working out great for you. All right, so stats Mac Matt is next. Um, so Alvin I'll, Kamara yeah, I'll, I'll read it, Kev. So Go you got Alvin Kamara, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. AJ Brown, Amari Cooper, Kyle Pitts, Jerry uh, Jerry Judy. He's got Devonta Smith, uh, Jalen Waddle, Michael Carter, Justin Fields, Kenneth Gainwell, uh, Giovanni Bernard, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Jones from New Orleans, the running back, Tawan Tony Jones. Jones. Uh, Tony Jones. Oh, Tony Jones. And then the Bears defense. I actually like this team. I think my only issue with this team is how many rookies you have. You have six rookies in this team. Like and you took five of them back to back to back to back to back. Um, you're a little more confident in the rookies than I am. You know what I mean? I see why you took Fields and why you took Roethlisberger because Roethlisberger obviously can start the season off, you know, good for you. He goes up against Buffalo and he won, so we all know that could be, you know, a high scoring game where you know he has to throw the ball a lot. So I like that you did that, uh, and I like that you paired him with Fields. So that that for me is a, you know, I like that. Um, you know, Kamara and CEH, I like that pairing. Uh, AJ Brown and Amari Cooper, I love that. 
Um, Kyle Pitts to me is a little bit of a question mark and you didn't take another tight end later. If I take Kyle Pitts, normally I'm taking in my last round, I'm taking another tight end just in case, uh, because you know, rookie tight ends sometimes just don't pan out and, and you'll be going to the waiver wire if, if Pitts is not amazing. Uh, and I'm not saying he's not going to be, but you know, I, to me, it's a question mark. Uh, Jerry, Judy, Devonta Smith, and Jalen Waddle as your replacement wide receivers. Uh, I love Jerry Judy this year. Uh, Jalen Waddle and you know Devonta Smith. I think we you know it's a wait and see. We have no idea you know how these guys are going to be targeted, how much you know if they're going to be fantasy viable to start the season. Maybe they get turn on later in the year, or maybe they're just awesome players all throughout. Michael Carter is basically the third wagon wheel on that team, which you know I know it it sucks because we all thought that he was going to be the starter, but that's obviously not the case. So it might take him a little bit of time. I like that you got Giovanni Bernard. I think Kenneth Gainwell, I don't, you know, I know that the Philadelphia Eagles basically cut Howard and they basically just have those three guys, Boston Scott, you know, Kenny Gainwell and, and Miles Sanders. So, you know, I think Kenny Gainwell can, especially if Miles struggles to catch the ball in the beginning of the season, I think Kenny Gainwell can actually, you know, do a little something maybe later on in the year. But in the beginning, he's basically a donut uh, and then Tony Boston Jones, Scott's still there too. So. Yeah, and Boston Scott's still there. So, you know, and Tony Jones, I, I, you know, I like that you took him late. I mean, he's a, he's a dart throwing a. You know, if he gets the Latavius Murray work, you got him in the fourteenth. That's great. Uh, and the Bears defense, I, you know, I mean, you didn't take a kicker, which you know I, is a is a nice strategy to use because then you can kind of just see, you know, some camp reports and see what's going on before week one starts. But uh, you know, I don't. I, I don't really have an issue with this team. I don't think this team is amazing, but I don't think this team is bad either. So I'm going to give you a B. Yep. I'm going to go B as well. Uh, you know, you have questionable depth uh, based on all the rookies that you drafted. Um, but, you know, AJ Brown, Amari Cooper is a very good pairing. You know, Kamara and CEH is a very good pairing. Um, you know, that's a, you know, those, the run, your running back wide receiver tandem, you know, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts, we're not sure about either, and it, I'm trying to come around on Pitts more as I think about it because my argument for Pitts has been that he was not that he you know typically rookie rookie tight ends just don't do it, and that's that's literally my argument like rookie tight ends, but outside of maybe like T.J. Hawkinson, like in you know. There's not really a lot of evidence to support that with the amount of passing volume in the NFL now, especially for a tight end that was drafted that early. So, you know, I was I don't want to say like I'm all in on Pitts, but I am coming around to the fact that maybe Kyle Pitts could uh, could actually be very good this season. Um, Jerry Judy, you know, I love. But outside of that, like Smith, I think Smith's going to be good, but he's still wait and see. Jalen Waddle. I think he's going to be good, but he's still wait and see. Carter, I think, is, you know, you, you may not be able to use him until the end of the year. Gainwell, end of the year. Giovanni Bernard could be useful, but we really didn't see much of him in the preseason either. So, you know, as much as they, you know, all the hype of, of Tom Brady trying to bring in Gio Bernard, you know, we were, like I said, we, we don't know how that's going to work because we didn't see it in the preseason at all. Everybody thinks he's just going to step in and be James White, and that may not be the case. I like the Tony Jones pick, but unfortunately, Tony Jones is probably going to wind up being your kicker when it's all said and done. So, um, yeah, I just don't like your depth 
um, especially at the running back position, because Carter Gainwell, Carter and Gainwell, you're not going to be able to use. You know, Tony Jones is probably not going to be on your team once week one hits because you're going to have to pick up a kicker. And we just aren't sure about what Giovanni Bernard's going to be um, until we see that. So there's a lot of uh, wait and see action over here uh, for your team. But I do like, you know, I like your running back wide receiver pairing. You know, if Kyle Pitts is good, your tight end is going to be secure. Judy and your flex is nice, but, um, you know, you're, you're, I like Ben, but. Ben also, his arm was not looking very good at the end of se- last season. So we'll have to see how it all plays out. But, yeah, I would go with a B. I think you have a, you know, just a little bit above average team. Mm, yes, sir. All right, so I'll read the next one. It's Will. Will took Saquon Barkley at four. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Will listens to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Will listens to the podcast. Uh, heavy. Uh, so Barkley, uh, Hopkins, Kittle. Raheem Mostert, Herbert, Chase, uh, Jamar Chase, Cortland Sutton, David Johnson, <clears throat> Brandon Cooks, Naeem Hines, Paris Campbell, the Rams defense, Justin Tucker, Boston Scott, and Zach Ertz in the last round. All right, so I like this team. I I like – okay, so this is what I will say. I think you went a little early on Mostert. I think yes. yeah, I think you could have got Mostert a little bit later. Um, but if you're high probably on Mostert, in the next round, yeah, probably in the next round because yeah. running could backs have did go DJ heavy. Moore there, and then yeah. probably could grab Mostert on the back end, and you know your quarterback. Uh, who only God only knows if your quarterback would have been there. I mean, nobody else took a quarterback except for Dak Prescott in that that next exchange. Maybe yeah. somebody takes Herbert, but it would have you know if you're sitting there. With Mostert, Herbert, and DJ Moore, that looks a lot better than Mostert, Herbert, and Jamar Chase. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think you are a little weak at running back, but I do like that you got Naeem Hines, and I do like that you got Boston Scott because it looks like those guys could both be the pass catchers for their team. Um, I really like the run, the wide receivers that you got later. I love Cooks in the ninth, and I love Paris Campbell in the 11th. Um, I, you know, Rams defense and Justin Tucker, you took the first defense in the 12th round, which is, you know, that's not completely terrible. I don't mind that. Uh, I would rather you wait a little bit later for your defense, but you know, at least you didn't take them in the 10th. Like I've been seeing a lot of people do or the ninth, which is just pisses me off. Um, you know, Zach Ertz, I don't, you know, I think you have Kittle. You didn't need another tight end. You could have definitely added, didn't need to take Ertz. Yeah, you didn't need to take Ertz. You could have taken either another running back or you could have taken, you know, another wide receiver there, uh, somebody with some upside and just to see, you know, see what happens. Hey, um, Cole Beasley, we just talked about him yesterday. He actually would look perfect on your team. Get rid of Ertz and pick up Cole Beasley, Will. Yeah, yep. Do that. Uh, and that, you know, I mean, other than that, I don't, you don't really have a weakness other than I think your second running back is a little bit weak, but I think you make up for it with Kittle and Herbert. So when you'd have good wide receiver depth and a good tight end, you can be a little bit weak at running back. I feel like, because you have more than enough guys to throw into your flexes and Raheem Mostert, as long as he stays healthy, he could be very, very good. Uh, the problem is we just don't know if he's going to stay he, healthy. Yeah, he gets hurt all the time. Yeah, but you know the the combination of uh, David Johnson who catches that you know catches the ball, you know Naeem Hines that catches the ball and Boston Scott. I do think you have running backs that can catch the ball and do some things. 
uh, if Raheem Mostert were to go down. Uh, and I, like I said, I like your wide receiver depth. So I'm going to give you a B. Um, yeah, I'm going to go B as well. Um, I, I'm not the biggest fan of your depth, you know, to be honest, to, you know, Sutton, like, I, let me not say it that way. Okay. So Sutton is probably going to be your number two receiver to start the year. Uh, I would think you're not going to start Jamar Chase right off the rip, uh, just based off what we've seen in the preseason. Um, so you're now sitting there with Chase, David Johnson, Brandon Cooks. You got two Houston Texans. That's never a good thing. Um, Naeem Hines, Paris Campbell, like, you know, Boston Scott Zackers. Like, out of those guys, my question would be heading into the season, who do you plan on starting? You know what I mean? David Johnson, you, I would say Brandon Cooks is probably your best option for one of your flex spots. Is your last flex spot David Johnson? Probably not. You don't want to start two Houston Texans, and we don't know. And he's like essentially lost his job. Naeem Hines, you know, could be good. We talked about him yesterday, how good he was, you know, last year. But, you know, we, we don't know how this offense is going to translate with Carson Wentz at center and, you know, with the expectation of, um, Jonathan Taylor getting a bigger workload, Marlon Mack being in the backfield. So that's a question mark. Campbell, you know, I love Paris Campbell, but, you know, Carson Wentz hasn't been there. We don't know the kind of connection they got. Boston Scott's not going to play much or not going to be contribute much to a fantasy team. Zach Ertz could be good, but, you know, I, I wouldn't want to start him in my flex spot. It's just like when you head into this first week, you're om- I feel like you're almost stuck with start- starting either Hines or Chase. And I just don't think that's going to be good to start you off, especially, you know, if Mostert does go down, your running back depth is going to be a problem, I feel like. Yeah, I actually don't mind starting Naeem Hines or or Paris Campbell in week one because they play the Seattle Seahawks. And I think that could be a higher scoring game. Uh, The over under on that is like 52, I think I just looked at it. Yep, 52. So it's a higher over under. So I could see... One of those two guys having a really good game. I probably would lean towards Naeem Hines just because we know he has like a definite role in the passing game as where Paris Campbell, you know, like Kev said, hasn't really worked in with Carson Wentz uh, a whole lot. So we don't know what kind of rapport they're going to have, but we do know that Naeem Hines is kind of a check down, easy check down for, for Ertz. I mean, for Ertz, for, for uh, Carson Wentz. So, you know, I, I like – I think I would like Naeem Hines in week one. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. I, I, I do think your depth uh, is going to – it's a lot of – it's just a lot of question marks because you don't know what David Johnson – yeah, yeah, you just don't know what David Johnson going to be. You don't know what Boston Scott's role is going to be. Uh, so I probably – Naeem Hines would probably be my flex. But, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I like your wide receiver depth, and I think – you know, as the season goes on, if Chase gets acclimated and and Brandon Cooks plays better than anybody even though even thought could be possible, and Paris Campbell, you know, I love Paris Campbell, and I think I think he could end up being the number one wide receiver on that team uh, before too long. Uh, so you know, I, I, I like I like your team. So like I said, a B. All right, no. so I'm going. You want to read your team, Kev, and then I'll grade it, and then yeah, you know, sure. We'll continue. So I took Zeke. Joe Mixon, Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, Mark Andrews, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, 
Uh, then I loaded up on running back in the next four rounds. I got Sony Michelle, Leonard Fournette, Jamal Williams, and Philip Lindsay. Um, I took two quarterbacks back to back. Like I said, at this point, you know, twelfth round quarterback was basically empty because of the one team taking five. So I got Kirk Cousins because of his matchups, and I got my boy Tua because I think, especially after the news uh, today or yesterday about Brian Flores basically saying like Tua's our guy. Um, you know, I just like what Tua could do this year. So Cousins and Tua uh, are my quarterbacks. And um, my defense is the Chargers, and my kicker is Rodrigo Blankenship. All right. I really like this team. I like the way you built this team. Uh, the only thing I, I think the only issue I have is I would like to see one more wide receiver on your team instead of all those running backs. But I like that you got Zeke and Joe Mixon. I think that could be really strong. Keenan Allen, Robert Woods, we all know. I think, you know, they're basically both in my top 13 players uh, at the position. Uh, Mark Andrews is my number four tight end. So, you know, uh, to me that's easy. Um, you know, Deontay Johnson and Brandon Ayuk, I love those two guys that you got in the sixth and seventh round, which honestly they should not have been there because some of the guys that went in front of them I, I don't agree with. You know, there's no way I'm taking Robbie Anderson over, uh, over Ayuk. Um, there's no way I'm taking Chase Claypool over Deontay Johnson. Um, so, uh, you know, I think, I think the, the way it fell to you, it kind of worked out in your favor, but I do like this team a lot. You know what I mean? I like that you, you know, you have Sony Michelle. Hey, if he becomes the number one running back for the Rams, because, you know, let's be honest, our, you know, Daryl Henderson is not the pillar of health. And, you know, I think Sean McVay is a, is a Darnell, you know, Henderson injury away from being like, fuck you, <laughs> you know, to that guy. Um, I like that you have Leonard Fournette. We saw what he did in the playoffs last year, and I do think he's going to be the most used running back on that team. Um, you know, maybe he's obviously not going to get the passing game work the way he got last year, but he's still going to catch some passes and still, you know, he's going to probably be the number number one carry guy at the end of the season. Uh, Jamal Williams, we already talked about it. I think he's a 150 touch guy easily. Um, and then Philip Lindsay is, is like an upside pick in the 11th round, uh, hoping that he takes the number one job and this team can actually run the ball, you know, fairly well. Uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, m- to me, taking Kirk Cousins is the perfect pairing to take one of the rookie run, run, I mean, rookie quarterbacks because Kirk Cousins' first six games are awesome. He has a really good schedule the first six weeks of the season. Uh, I don't believe he plays a team that was ranked within the top 20 in defense last year. Uh, in the first six games, so that's beautiful. Uh, and then Tua, you've been high on Tua all season, you know, all off season. So you know, I can't, I can't fault you for that one. Uh, the Chargers defense, I think, is going to be better with, than a lot of people think, just because, you know, Darwin, Jam- Derwin James is just, you know, he's, I think he's a huge, huge, huge difference maker when he's healthy, and he is the. I don't want to say the cog that makes the wheel go round, but he is a major cog in making that wheel go round and be a good defense. So I, I like that. And then, you know, the kicker I'm not going to talk about. But, yeah, I really like this team. I'm going to give your team – I'm going to give your team an A. You know what I mean? I don't like that – I would like you to have one more wide receiver. But other than that, I, I like this team. And this is a 15th round, uh, 15 round draft, guys. So it's it's sometimes it's hard to, to get five of each, you know, at, at each position. But – um. Yeah, I like this team. Yep. That's why, I mean, I went four straight receivers. So, you know, well, Pass four, catchers. Yeah. two receivers, tight end, two receivers. So I went five rounds in a row without taking a running back after my first two. So I definitely wanted to load up on running back. 
uh, with potential upside guys. I mean, all the guys I feel like I got outside of Sony, um, you know, well, Sony, Sony, I probably took a little early. Fournette, I was shocked Fournette lasted until the ninth round. Um, that I was actually going to take my quarterbacks there. I was go- actually going to go with Tannehill. And I was like, you know what? Fournette is here, and I don't think he should be here. So I'm going to grab Fournette. And naturally, on the 9-10 the turn, Tannehill, Jalen Hurts, Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence all go. So basically left me with... You know, left me with the option to take Fields. You know, possibly Watson was there. I wasn't going to take Watson as my first quarterback. You know, Joe Burrow was there. I was basically just like, uh, well, I'll just wait on Joe Burrow. And, he, you know, he wound up getting taken. I just did not care quarterback after in this draft. I did not care about who my quarterback was because I knew that if we found somebody to take that first team, I could wind up getting a quarterback if I needed to. Um and, you know, like I said, Baker Mayfield and Matthew Stafford just got added to the waiver wire. So, wink, wink. Yes, sir. All right. So, Killer Squad, Killer. 104. We got Nick Chubb, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, uh, Josh Allen, Chase Edmonds, uh, Chase Claypool, Robbie Anderson, Mike Gusecki, Kenyon Drake, Trevor Lawrence, Jake, uh, J.D. McKissick, we got Rob Gronkowski, the Colts defense, uh, Tyler Bass, kicker, and we have Russell Gage in the last and final round, 15th round. Um, for me, I think you were hurting at running, running. back. Uh, but other than that, I really like this team. Um, I really have no complaints. Like, to me, this is the type of team that, you know, I wouldn't have taken two quarterbacks when I got Josh Allen. So that Trevor Lawrence pick, I would have done something different there. You know, I'd probably take Jamal Williams, if I'm being honest, just looking at your team. Jamal Williams yeah. or Naeem Hines would have been my pick there. Um, but other than that, I really don't have too much to critique here because I think if you get Mike Isecki, you need to get a different tight end, somebody with uh, at least that can score some touchdowns, and I think you did that. Like, Gusecki could be bad, and if Gusecki's bad, you know Gronkowski probably is an 8-10 to touchdown, eight to 10 touchdown guy, you know, every year he's healthy. So, you know, that's that's pretty much easy for me. Uh, the Colts defense and, you know, Tyler Bass is just whatever. I think that's okay. Um, uh, Russell Gage, the Russell Gage pick, since you didn't go tight end in the te- – I mean, running back in the 10th, I'd probably make that a running back, just somebody, a dart throw. And there is some guys on the waiver wire because I've looked um, that I might have taken there. Uh, but other than that, there's not really any – there's not really anything that I can super bash you for. I mean, the reason I can't give you an A for this team – is because of the Mike Gusecki, Rob Gronkowski. If you had a better tight end, if you let's say you had, you know, uh, T.J. Hawkinson or or even even uh, Dallas Goddard or somebody that I'm high on, I probably give you a higher grade. Um, but for me, your tight end situation is a little bit rough because you don't know if Gronk can stay healthy all year because Gronk is always a question mark for being healthy. And Gusecki, with all the additions to the wide receiver position on that team, you just don't know how many targets this dude's going to get. Uh, so to me, that's a problem. Uh, so I am going to give you a, a very strong B, kicking an A in the ass only if you had a better tight end. Yeah, I would. I, I don't even think it's just that. I think it's, you know, better second running back needed as well. Uh, Chase Edmonds, we don't, you know <sighs> – I think Chase Edmonds is going to be probably their lead back, but they may throw James Conner in on the goal line, short yardage situations, things like that, that might, 
you know, hurt Chase Edmonds as far as his touchdown upside. Uh, he's definitely the pass catcher, but um, we've never really seen Chase Edmonds in like a, a lead back role. And when we, uh, when we did see it, like, he, you know, he was he wasn't able to last. Um, you know, Kenyon Drake is going to be basically the pass catcher out there. He's going to get Devontae Brooker's work from last year, which, you know, isn't RB2 caliber. J.D. McKissick could be interesting if he has his same same role from last year. That could be a guy you fill in. You know, you want a little advice because, hey, I'll give some. Drop Russell Gage and pick up Ty, Ty Johnson right there. Bang. Your team looks a lot better if you do that just because – from what we're hearing about Ty Johnson. But, you know, the Gasecki, I don't mind the Gasecki and Gronk thing because you have Josh Allen. I feel like if you, if you're going to punt tight end a little bit, and I feel like you should have a strong quarterback. If you're going to punt quarterback, I think you should get a strong tight end. That's, you almost to me got to, you know, play the quarterback and tight end opposite. You know, you can't. I don't think you can go into the season with two crappy, with a crappy quarterback and a crappy tight end. You know, I just, you know, you might be loaded at other positions, but, you know, two of your starters are basically going to be shitty. So to me, you know, the fact that you got Allen kind of makes up for the fact that, you know, Gasecki and Gronk are on your, are, you know, your tight ends. And I, I don't mind that. You know, I think Gasecki is more of an upside play in with, you know, this offense probably being a little bit more pass heavy because they're running. They're, you know, Gaskin's not a typical type of running back. Um, Malcolm Brown stinks. So, you know, it might be a little more pass heavy in Miami. And, you know, Gronk's good. Gronk could be good for, you know, a touchdown every other week. So, you know, I don't I don't hate your tight ends as much as Steve does. But, um, you know, my issue is more of the second running back situation because, you know, I just don't trust Chase Edmonds to – uh, last all year. So, I, yeah, I'll, same thing. I'll go with a strong B. Yes, sir. All right. So. All right B Blunt 300. Yeah. Derrick Henry in the first. Calvin Ridley in the second. Justin Jefferson in the third. Miles Gaskin in the fourth. Chris Godwin in the fifth. Melvin Gordon in the sixth. Tom Brady in the seventh. Robert Tanyan in the eighth. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Trey Lance. Tevin Coleman. Michael Gallup. Mal, uh, Marquise Brown. Uh, Denver Broncos and Greg Zerline. This is a good squad. This is my, <laughs> this is my other A. This is a good squad. I'm not even gonna lie. This is probably an A for me as well. Um, the only thing that I can knock is your running back depth. Mm-hmm. Only thing, and you know, Gordon potentially losing his job to Williams, Gaskin not really, you know, not showing that he's been able to stay healthy for a whole season, but. Love Brady. I think Tanyan is a good back end tight end to grab. You know, if if he does half of what he did last year, you know, it's still going to finish as a top 12 tight end. You know, your wide receivers are very strong with Ridley, Jefferson, and Godwin. Um, You can throw Tyler Boyd in there. He's ultra consistent. Hollywood in the 13th. We talked about that, I believe, yesterday is is a great, you know, you know, great sleeper type of pick. Uh, Brady, I think, you know, is ultra safe at quarterback and Derrick Henry is the king. So, yeah, I would definitely say this is an A team. Um, you know, like I said, the only thing that could wind up hurting you in the long run is your running back depth. Yeah, uh, this this an A for me. I, you know, I would like to have seen you take one more wide receiver. Instead of taking Marquise Brown, I probably take, I mean, a running back. I probably take a running back there. Um, 
But other than that, I you know I have nothing bad to say about this. Tom Brady, you know Tom Brady. At least for the first four games of the season, you know this dude is trying to blow up because you know he wants to break that record in. Yeah, he wants to break that record when in New England. In New England, so he could have a huge start to the season, which is great. And if Trey Lance takes over by week four or five, and Trey Lance looks like the next coming of you know Pat Pat Mahomes, which I, you know I don't think so, but I think he could be very good. You know, with his legs and his ability to throw and all that other stuff. I mean, he could be he could be you know the second coming of RG three, which in his rookie season was awesome, right? Um, so. I like that. I like that you did that. Um, I love your wide receivers. Like th- this wide receiver core is like, you know, creaming your pants. Good. This is, this is a, a very exciting, you know, group of guys, Ridley, Jefferson, Godwin, Boyd, Gallup and Brown. That's, that's awesome. I like that a lot. Like it, w- even without your running back depth, I think your wide receivers are so good. Like, you know, you can be starting, you could start any one of these guys, really. I mean, Tyler Boyd is could be an every week starter in your flex. Um, you know, Chris Godwin is basically another every week starter in your flex. So you really only need two running backs to pair, and you can switch up Gaskin and Gordon depending on their matchups. You know what I mean? Like if Gordon has a bad matchup, then you play Gaskin. If Gaskin has a bad matchup, then and Gordon has a good one, then you throw Gordon in there. Like you, you can kind of, I think, I think you can do that because both those guys are sharing work with with another guy. Or another two guys, depending on, you know, which guy you're talking about. So I could see this team being, you know, very good. Robert Tanya and I like. Um, so, yeah, like I said, you know, the Broncos defense, I, I love their first three matchups. I've been drafting them everywhere um, just because I think their their first three matches is, you know, there's not much team, not better teams than, you know, what the Broncos have in their first couple of matchups. Um so yeah, I, I love this team. Isn't this an A for me? And I think this is the last team that I gave an A. Uh, let me look. Honestly, you can read your uh, you can read your team off. I'll grade it after that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I like this team. All right, so I took Jonathan Taylor, Stefan Diggs, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, uh, Damian Harris, Tyler Lockett, Dallas Goddard, Zach Moss, Ryan Tannehill, AJ Dillon, Mike Williams. Uh, I'm sorry, James White, Brian Edwards, and the 49ers defense, and Matt Prater. So you, without a doubt, have the best wide receivers in the league. Um, your team is going to hinge a lot on the success of Jonathan Taylor. You know what I mean? If Jonathan Taylor is what he was at the end of last year, your team is probably going to be outstanding because we all know Tannehill has been – you know, consistently, you know, a top, you know, what was it? Like since he started, he's been like the number three quarterback in fantasy points or something since he's taken over. Um, you know, he, and now he gets Julio Jones. So I, we've talked about Tannehill and he's, you know, a top eight or nine quarterback for both of us. Uh, I like Goddard. I, th- I still have Goddard ranked six because I think that those tight ends are going to be heavily targeted in, in Philly because outside of Devontae Smith, I don't know who's there to really throw to other than Ertz and Goddard. You know, Rager and Rager and Quez Watkins, we're, they're, we don't know who they are yet. Um, Damian Harris, um, you know, might have been a little bit early, but 
I think getting him at knowing you're getting a, a, a starting running back, you know, compared to Henderson, who's got to deal with Michelle Sermon, who's still got guys in front of him. Uh, Hunt, who's not a starter, Williams, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, those two are got to deal with each other. So Harris, we pretty much know Harris is locked into the starting role, going to get most of the work. So uh, getting a second running back that is going to be, you know, get probably be a consistent second running back. It just the fact that this is PPR kind of might hurt you a little bit, but um, I think that's really like the only weakness you may have is, you know, a, a running second running back that's not really crazy in PPR, but um, I am curious. I do want to ask you even, you know, especially being a Buffalo bills Homer, Mm -hmm. why did you go sing Moss over Singletary? Uh, Because I have Devin Singletary in like every other league. (laughs) So Uh, I didn't want, I didn't. Yeah. That's why you took Taylor. That's why I took Taylor Taylor over Aaron Jones, which you would never do. I would never do. I would have Aaron Jones all day. I have Aaron Jones as my number four running back, but I literally, I went into this draft. I actually queued up Jonathan Taylor and I missed the first round pick because I was doing work in my garage. And I, you know, I knew I might miss it because I was like hanging, you know, I was hanging shelving. So I knew I was going to be on a ladder and I queued up a guy, you know, Jonathan Taylor, just because I knew I wanted Jonathan Taylor. If he fell to me, which I thought, you know, I assumed that he would. Um, uh, and I also don't have Austin Eckler. So my the conundrum was, do I take Austin Eckler or do I take Jonathan Taylor? And I was like, you know what? I had I don't have Jonathan Taylor anywhere. You know what I mean? I had Austin Eckler last year. You know what I mean? I didn't have Jonathan Taylor in, in any leagues last year. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw in Jonathan Taylor and take him. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Yep. So I'm actually going to give your team an A. Uh, but the only thing I can say is, you know, the running back situation could be a little sketchy for you. Uh, if Taylor, cause I'm high, you know, I'm higher on Taylor. I think than you are typically, I, I actually still have Taylor in the first round. Um, whereas most people don't, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think that as long as your running back situation holds up and those starters stay healthy and produce, I think you're fine. You know, you got, like I said, you have the best wide receivers in the league. You have a tight end that I think is still going to be used heavily because they don't have anybody else in Philly to throw the ball to. And Tannehill's a top 10 quarterback. So, yeah, I I actually have to give your team an A because, you know, I I think it's well put together. Yep. Uh, Kind of my thinking on the team. You know, I mean, obviously I'm not going to grade my own team, but kind of the thinking on my team was – you know, when the running, when the wide receivers that fell to me kind of fell to me, I, you know, I just couldn't take a running back over some of the guy. Like, okay, so like Allen Robinson, less for an example, in the third round, I have Allen Robinson like in the beginning of the third round. Like, I would be taking him, you know, four, I mean, three, 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 four, like somewhere there, and he mm-hmm. fell to me to three eight. So I'm like, okay, you know, what I mean, I'm I'm not going to take you know CD or Julio or you know David Montgomery or, or James Robinson there. You know, so I took Allen Robinson. And then in the next round, you know, Cooper Cup was there. And I have him as my, you know, number, I think it's, what is he, my number 11 wide receiver. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm, you know, I can't take Gaskins or Mostert or, you know, any of the running backs that went after him before I take Cooper Cup. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go three wide receiver. And then in the next round, I was actually going to take Tyler Lockett. And I was like, you know what? I need a second running back because they are starting to go. It's starting to get bad. So I went down the list and I found Damian Harris and I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then in the sixth round, Tyler Lockett fell to me anyway. So I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I was super excited about that. You know what I mean? I was fighting. I mean, you you know how high I am yeah. on Deontay Johnson. So I took Deontay Johnson. Yeah. But 
I was fighting because I love Tyler Lockett. I think, you know, if I would have had, you know, I, either way it would have felt to me. I, I'm happy with what happened, but yeah. they were, that was my debate was Lockett versus Johnson. Yeah. So I, I was like, you know what? I, I'll take Tyler Lockett here. And then, you know, in the next round, Goddard fell to me. And, I, you know, I already told you guys he's my number six tight end. Uh, you know, and then after that, I said, you know what? I need to take start taking running backs. And I was actually going to go back to back to back running backs here and then finish mm-hmm. off my draft with a quarterback later. But then I seen, you know, that, Bake, you know, Matthew Stafford and Baker Mayfield got drafted in, in round eight and nine. And I was like, fuck, like I have to take a quarterback here. Um, so when it came back to me, you know, luckily, you know, Ryan Tannehill was there and he's, which is weird. Seven. Dude, why would the computer take Stafford and Mayfield <laughs> before Tannehill? But either know. way, it's crazy. But yeah, yeah you know, I mean, Tannehill came to me in the ninth round. So I was like, all right, I'll take him. And then, you know, because I was actually, what I was actually thinking was, uh, I don't have Devin Singletary and Zach Moss in any two leagues because I, I just don't think you should do that ever. But I was actually going to do it in this league because I was like, you know what? If one of these guys becomes the number one guy, I need a, I'm desperately in need of a number two wide re- running back. If one of well, them, yeah, you know, you know, another, a third running back exactly. behind, you know, Harris. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I was actually going to do that, but I had to take Tannehill. And then the rest of my draft kind of just, I took guys where I always take them. You know what I mean? Like Mike Williams fell to me and, you know, Dylan was there. So I took him. Uh, James White, you know, was up as soon as I heard about the news of Cam going and, you know, and they're starting the rookie. That was like, you know what? I need to, I need to do that right now. Um, and then Brian Edwards is a guy that I told you guys, like I preach, I practice what I preach. Like I tell you guys, I am high on guys and I take him at the end of every draft and I take Brian Edwards in the end of every draft. Nope. All right. So yoink, uh, W seven, seven, Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, Gus Edwards, Daryl Henderson, Javante Williams, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Conner, Corey Davis, Tyler Higbee, Curtis Samuel, uh, Matt Ryan, the Ravens defense, Marvin Jones, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, so real quick, I want to just jump in, Kev, because I have to say this. Doink, Doink always takes a really good, Good team. Like every year, he, you know, he's been in our listener leagues for the past like four years. And every year, I love his team. Like, I always say how much I love his teams. This team, I don't love this team as much. And especially now that I know he's got Russell Wilson, he traded Russell Wilson for Juju Smith Schuster, which I think is a good trade uh, because he needed a quarterback because Matt Ryan is just, you know, whatever. But I think you could have made do with Matt Ryan and Ryan Fitzpatrick and kept Juju. Because now with the loss of Juju, you're basically throwing away Matt Ryan and Ryan Fitzpatrick. You I mean you might keep Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't know. I don't know what you're gonna do when it comes to the quarterback, but you have three quarterbacks now. Uh, but you really hurt your wide receiver depth. Like I think Corey Davis could be good, but we don't know. Um, you know, Curtis Samuel, I like a lot, but you know, he was never very very good as with Ron Rivera being the coach. And now he's got Ron Rivera back. Um, and then Marvin Jones, I love, but who knows what that Jaguars offense is going to be. I would much rather have the safety of Juju Smith Schuster and just ride those two quarterbacks out because I do think Brian Fitzpatrick has the ability to be a top 12 guy. And we've seen that he has the ability to be a top three guy in certain weeks. Like he blows up in some weeks. So I think you could have mixed and matched with Matt Ryan, like with the matchups uh, of these two quarterbacks and just rode that all season long and kept your wide receiver depth the way it was. 
Uh, the biggest issue for me for this team is the running back position because, you know, as much as I like Gus Edwards, you know, we all know Gus Edwards is not a pass catching back. And, you know, he like the problem is Lamar takes so much of the rushing work that, you know, with Gus Edwards just being the guy, I don't know how how great he's going to be. Like it's he's he makes me nervous, especially taking him in the fourth. I would like to get him in the fifth. Um, you know, Javante Williams is a question mark. De- you know, Henderson, you guys all know how I feel about, you know, Henderson. Yeah, I think he's a good pick in the fifth, but uh, I just don't like this guy. I mean, you're running backs, all three of your running backs that you might start. And even James Conner is a question mark for me. So you're hoping one of these guys blows up. And I think Javante Williams in a committee all year long. I think Henderson's a committee all year long. And Gus Edwards, you know, we don't know how much of a role they're going to give him. Oh, shit, we're hoping he gives him 20 carries a game. That's what I'm hoping. But he's never had that kind of workload, so I don't know if his body can handle that kind of, of, of load. Um, and then Connor is, you know, Connor is like the boringest running back pick. He really is. Uh, so, for me, this team, I'm going to give this team a B. Because I love Aaron Jones, I love Tyreek Hill, and I love C.D. Lamb. But other than that, knowing that you don't have Juju on your team anymore, and you know who is you going to be your third wide receiver now? I, you know, it's a question mark. Um, so I'm going to give it a B. Yep, I agree. I don't really have much to add. Um, you know, I I don't mind the trade as much because I think that. Juju's value is a little bit less than what Russell's value for, so I believe oh, yeah. you, you know you increased you your won that trade. Yeah, you won the trade. Um, you know, I do think that there's still guys on the wire, like you know, talked about Ty Johnson already. You know, you got Cole Beasley, Devontae Parker, both still out there. Um, maybe you grab up or Amon Ross St. Brown or somebody like that that you you know maybe Jalen Rager you know is it comes back in his second year and looks good so I feel like with the 15 round draft there's a lot of guys on the waiver wire that you can still grab um, and you can get rid of both of those quarterbacks and pick up two guys um, you know I don't like Henderson Williams I don't know where you're gonna wind up you know, at what point you're going to wind up starting him at if, you know, if Gordon's healthy all year and Javante Williams is basically playing second fiddle to Gordon, Gordon all year, you're never going to start Javante Williams. Like he's never going to be a good start. You know, he's never, he may go off one week and you're gonna be like, damn, I should have started him. And the next week you'll start him and Melvin Gordon will go off or something like that. That's how the, that's how these situations always play out. So you know, your running back situation is definitely a little sketchy uh, because of, you know, who your third and fourth guys are. Um, I hope Williams takes over because I actually think he could be really good. But Gordon's the veteran and they're paying him a lot of money. Um, but looking at your, you know, and I, I James Conner, you know, I, I, I would – I don't think there's a draft that I'm ever going to draft James Conner in the eighth round in right now. Like, I just w- – the guy ain't going to catch the ball. He's basically this is a a pass first offense. He may be the guy on the goal line, but Kyler Murray runs so much in the goal line. I, I just you're never going to be able to start James Conner. You're never going to be able to play him like James White, uh, Gio Bernard, guys like that who might wind up being passing guys. And I know I talked down Gio Bernard a little earlier, but like those are much better options to take, and you can get them later. 
So because you're actually going to be able to play those guys and maybe get you know eight to ten fantasy points, whereas James Conner could get you like three and just leave you pissed off. But uh, Corey Davis could be good. Marvin Jones, like you know, I like your wide receiver depth a little bit. So I'm not. That's why I don't mind the Juju trade because Corey Davis, Samuel, Marvin Jones. No, I think they all have a little bit of potential to start. Um, but yeah, I, th- I agree with Steve. I think it's your running back depth that's a little bit of a question because I just I am not a fan of, really not a fan of your third, fourth, and fifth running backs and your second running back as much as you know I do like Gus Edwards. No, we just never really we've never seen him be a starting running back long term. So yeah. we'll have to see how that plays out. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll still go with a B. Just because I, I also think that I like Tyler Higby as well. I do think Tyler Higby could be nice with Stafford and getting Russell Wilson now with this trade. Um, I do think it'll be all right. Yes, sir. Show up. Show up. You want to read Mike's team? Yeah, I'll go with Mike's team. So we got Austin Eckler, Travis Kelsey, Julio Jones, DeAndre Swift, uh, Trey Sermon, T. Higgins, a, uh, Antonio Brown, LaVisca Chenault, Jalen Hurts, Devin Singletary, Rondell Moore, Justin Win- yeah, Jameis Winston. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Terrace Marshall, the Bills defense, and Carlson, the kicker from the Vegas Raiders. So, I really like this team. I don't like that you took Hurts and Winston. I get it because we're all nervous about Hurts, and I really am less nervous about Hurts now that I know that Deshaun Watson does not want to be an Eagle. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't really, I don't see how they can bench him. Like, I just don't see it. Like, no. you're gonna go with Gardner Minshew. Like, you already know what Gardner Minshew is. So, but if he sucks, I, I rather than having Jameis Winston, I think because Jameis is still a dart throw as well. I would have taken a safer quarterback, like, yeah. like you said, like um, Cousins, you know, Cousins, Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan. They were all available. You should have went with one of those guys. Winston's still a dart throw because. They don't have any weapons there. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're basically passing he's, he's throwing a Camara. Yeah, <laughs> for real, Camara and and, and Callaway. Callaway. And we, don't we don't know, know how good Callaway is going to be. Yeah, we don't know when Michael Thomas is coming back. We don't know, you know, who the second receiver is after Callaway. Traquan, um, probably. Yeah, probably Traquan Smith. But we, uh, we, you know, who knows how good that's going to be? So, you know, there's some question marks with that team. Uh, so I, you know, I don't really like drafting Jameis, but. You know, I see what you did there. I mean, you got Hurts, and you wanted to, you wanted to go with a, uh, uh, you know, a guy with upside. And Jameis has upside, because let's be honest, Jameis Winston can throw the shit out of the ball. He just, you know, he's a terrible decision maker. Um, Kelsey getting them in the second round, I love that. Like, there's no reason you should have got Kelsey there. Like, Kelsey in a 12 teamer should be end of the first, that's the, at the very latest, and, or the, like the the 10, you know, the 12, 13, you know, flip. Like, I just don't see how Kelsey gets in the second round. This is actually the first draft I've actually seen Kelsey get into the second round in a long time. Uh, you know, I, I. Oh, yeah, for real. I, I, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I have not seen Kelsey get into the second round, and I couldn't tell you how long. It's been a long time. Um, in a keeper league, it was actually in our keeper league and the home league is the first time I seen Kelsey go in the second round. And that's because he was a second round keeper. So, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see how that happens but you know you got julio you got swift you got sermon higgins you know aj i mean uh antonio brown lavisca chenault like you just have guys that you know we have been just bashing the door in for for on this podcast so you know i love this team 
I I really have nothing bad to say other than the Jameis Winston because I love Rondell Moore and I love Terrace Marshall. So, you know, I, it's, I the and I'll tell you what. The only reason that I am not going to give this team an an A is because of your third running back. We don't know about Trey Sermon. We don't know when he's going to go. And Devin Singletary, who knows? Like, he could be the guy, and he could be the second guy getting, you know, 60, 40% of the work. But this team is just we, – we've seen the Bills. Like, they just are not – they're not a team that wants to heavily use the run. And they also don't you heavily use their running backs in the passing game. So – you know, uh, you know, with Sermon, we're hoping. We're hoping he takes the job early. We're hoping, you know, but we don't know. Mostert might not. Mostert, Mostert ain't coming off the field unless he gets injured. I can it, tell you that. Just it, from watching that first preseason, that last preseason game. Exactly. He's not coming off the field if he, unless he gets injured. Exactly. Which is a, is a strong possibility, but. Exactly. So, you know, we don't know when Trey Sermon is going to be a thing. So, because of the lack of running back depth here and the guys that you took as depth, you know, I have to give you a B, but if you take, you know, if you take Jamal, you know, if you take Gordon or you take hunt or you take, you know, uh, you know, any of those guys basically in those next coming rounds, you know, I really love this team. Like I'm like, but I see what you did. You had to take Higgins because of the, you know, because of the, what's it called? Because of the, uh, the run of, of, uh, running backs and everything. I get it. So you had to get a second wide receiver and I like that you took three wide receivers in a row. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to bash. I can't give you an A just because of your running back depth, but I, I like this team a lot. I I think you're very strong at the starting positions, uh, you know, with Eckler and Swift. And then you got Julio Higgins, Brown, Chenault. I love all those guys with Kelsey and then, you know, Hertz is a a big upside play. So yeah, I'm going to give you a B. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with an A. Um, I really like this team. Uh, the only thing I think that I could – so I don't mind the running back depth as much because I do think Sermon's going to get mixed in a little bit, and I think Singletary – I think Singletary's outright won that job from Zach Moss. Um, I don't know how good he'll be, but – the and you know having Swift with the injury could be a problem early in the season. But you guys know how I feel about Swift. I think Eckler – I think Eckler and Swift are going to be comparable to each other because, you know, I think they're both going to be used the same way. Hertz has the ability to blow up. I think he will. Um, honestly, with the pressure taken off, with all the Deshaun, Deshaun Watson pressure taken off of him, I think Hertz will be a good fantasy option. I don't know if Philly's going to be good, but I think that as a quarterback for fantasy, Jalen Hurts is going to be good, kind of like he was last year. You know, I don't know if the team will win, but. You know, Jalen Hurts will run for 50 yards and throw for 200, and you'll feel good about it. Um, I'm not sure about Julio as your number one, but you do have a good depth at wide receiver with Julio, T. Higgins, Antonio Brown, LaVisca Chenault, Rondell Moore, Terrence Marshall. I think you've got good depth at wide receiver. I really like this team. Like like Steve said, this is basically – a team loaded with a bunch of guys that we've been, that we've been, you know, hyping up all, all, you know, all year. So yeah, I I do, especially the fact that you have Kelsey and you have that advantage at tight end versus nine of the other teams in this league, you know, not as much with Kittle and Waller, but you know, the other teams in this league, you have like, 
that big of an advantage. Yeah, I, th- I really like this team a lot. I- I'm going with an A. Yep, and like I, and the one thing I will add is I also think that Devin Singletary outright run that job. Um, but like I said, I, I don't know how much they're going to be used in the thing. I don't know how much they're going to be used as just total usage. I it's just going to be low. I hate it. I hate it. Yep. So next team is Jeff Jake eighty seven. Uh, Devontae Adams, Patrick Mahomes, David Montgomery, Miles Sanders, uh, Adam Thielen, Kareem Hunt, uh, Noah Fant, DJ Chark, Jarvis Landry, Tampa Bay's defense, Chuba Hubbard, Michael Pittman, Harrison Bucker, Darnell Mooney, and Hunter, uh, yeah, Hunter Henry. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you want me to go first or you want to go? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So I think I'm going to probably end up liking this team a little more than Kev does, but I don't like this team. Um, okay. Devonte Adams at 11 is a steal. You get that all day, but to take Patrick Mahomes at two and pass up on guys like Mixon, Edwards, Hilaire, Josh Jacobs, Chris Carson, uh, you know, even James Robinson, David Montgomery. I'm not telling you to take James Robinson there, but what I am saying is as heavy as running back went, like I would have I would have taken Joe Mixon. There's no doubt in my mind. Because after Joe Mixon is CEH, Jacobs, and Carson. Like, mm, I don't there's I'm not taking any one of those guys at 13. But or 14. But I think Joe Mixon deserves a you know, the 14th pick. And maybe you're a guy that got burned by Joe Mixon. But if I don't take Joe Mixon there, how in the fuck do you pass up on Kelsey? Like I am not taking Mahomes over Kelsey because guess what? The difference between Mahomes and the second guy, if Mahomes is the number one quarterback, which you don't know because Josh Allen was the number one quarterback last year and Aaron Rodgers was the number one quarterback last year and four and six point per passing game, you know, per passing touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes was number four finisher last year. Exactly. Like he hasn't been the number one finisher since his, his fucking, you know, the year that he started. You mean the year he started, he threw 50 touchdowns. Since then, he has not been the number one finisher. So for you to take him in the second round over guys like Kelsey, who has finished the, the last five seasons, he's been the last, he's been the, Q, the the tight end one the last five seasons in a row, right? Last year, he outscored the second place guy by like 40 fantasy points. He was he was almost 150 fantasy points ahead of the, the number 12 guy. <laughs> so Patrick Mahomes don't give you that. Like Patrick Mahomes don't give you that. So there's no way. There is no way I am taking Patrick Mahomes over Travis Kelsey. Right? Even if you didn't want to take Joe Mixon. And Travis Kelsey would have been my pick there. Or Joe Mixon. However you felt like it it needed to go. But me personally, it would have been Kelsey. It would have been Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, and I wouldn't have put another thought into it. It would have been that simple. Uh, And I would have been really happy with that start. I would have been fucking jumping for i would have called kevin like bro do you see the shit that just happened to me bro like i would have been excited about that um you know david montgomery and miles sanders are just you know that's okay i mean i like miles sanders a little more than most people but he's an rb2 for me and david montgomery is like my number 20 rb so you know you basically got two two number twos is basically what you got 
Um, Adam Thielen as your number two wide receiver. I don't mind that, but then Chark, I'd Lance, rather have Lockett. I'd rather had Lockett. Yeah. I'd rather had Iggins. I'd rather had Deontay Johnson. I I'd agree. Like all those guys went af- went after Thielen, and I like all those guys, you know, better. Yeah, especially as your number two because Lockett is your number two is fucking awesome. Yeah, it is because you got you got Devontae Adams who's gonna blow up every week, and and when Lockett blows up, you win. Like that, if you have Devontae Adams scoring you 25 fantasy points a week, basically what he did last year, and then Lockett put giving you a, a 40 or a 35, like he's done in you know numerous times throughout his career, you, you win that week. You know what I mean? Between two wide receivers, you just got 70 fantasy points almost. That's that's stupid. That don't even make no sense. Um, yeah, but Kareem Hunt, Noah Fant, I, I don't mind you taking Noah Fant, but then t- take you know Hunter Henry. Like mm, I'm not doing that. Chark and Landry, I'm not not big on. You know, I like that you got Pittman in the 12th. I think that's a steal. Mooney in the 14th, mm, we'll see. I mean, Mooney is kind of a, I don't know, we'll wait and see guy. Um, but to take the Bucks defense at, in the 10th round, like I've been bashing people for doing this, like, for weeks now. Like, you do have no, you have no fucking idea in hell how, if the Buccaneers are going to finish the number one defense. You cannot, you cannot, with any confidence say that they are 100% going to be the number one defense. And if you can't do that, then you shouldn't take them in the 10th round. It's that simple. Now, could they, they could be, but we talked about it yesterday. The number one defense scored 151 fantasy points last year. I bet you Michael Pittman outscores your defense. I bet you throughout this season, Michael Pittman, who you took in the 12th round outscores your defense. Like I, I, I would probably put money on it that, that, that happens. And you took them in the 10th round. That's fucking crazy. That makes no sense. Um, so I, you know, I'm giving you a. I'm gonna give you a C because I can't go any higher than a C, and I don't think, you know, with Adams and Mahomes, and you have two number two running backs, and I think Thielen will be an okay number two wide receiver, and Noah Fant should be okay for you this year. You know, I, I think, you know, I, I don't see your team being. You know, a B team, but, you know, a C is good. Probably right right where I got you. I can't give you a D because those guys. Yeah, um, I can. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Adams Adams is probably one of the better picks in the draft, honestly, to be, you know. Yeah. Adams and Kelsey are two of the better picks because, you know, to me, those guys should go ahead of Taylor, J- Taylor, Chubb, Eckler, you know, Eckler, yeah. you know, both Kelsey and Adams should be ahead of those guys. Um, but, you know, getting him where at the end, it, like you said, it would have been awesome if you had paired him with Kelsey, because if you're looking at it now and I'm going to perform an exercise this season. OK, and I'm going to do it with Jeff Jake's team and I am going to test the waters a little bit. I was the last person to take a quarterback in this league. I am going to match up Patrick Mahomes scores versus my quarterback scores every week. And we are going to see the difference because even if I said like I took the number 15 quarterback, like I'm not starting a number 15 quarterback every week, but I did wait on quarterback longer than everyone. I got cousins and Tua. We're going to see the difference in Mahomes and those two guys and whoever I pick up along the way. And see the difference in what happens, you know, with, you know, a per game basis. 
on so, a per game basis. Yeah, this is how you do it fairly. I think this will be a good exercise. Yeah, this is how you'll do this fairly, and this and I like this actually. This is actually a good idea. So you take Kirk Cousins and Tua Tagovailoa, and whoever scores more, you put their score up against what Patrick Mahomes did, regardless of whether you started them or not. And we'll see how much more Patrick Mahomes scores over the his two quarterbacks that he took in the twelfth and thirteenth round. I think that's yep. that's a great exercise. I like that a lot. So then you you know. I think Montgomery is about mid. I think both Montgomery and Sanders, you kind of got where where they are going. I would have rather had Swift over Sanders. I probably would have taken Gus Bus and Gaskin over Sanders. So that's, you know, for me, like just because I have not been as high on Miles Sanders heading into this year. Um, I would know. like this team so much more if you took Swift and, and Sanders. If you, instead of taking David Montgomery there, even if you took James Robinson, if you took James Robinson and Sanders, I would love this team so much more. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, just David Montgomery, I just, I don't know. But go ahead, Kev. Yeah, I, I'm curious why is you're so down on Montgomery. I'm not just, I'm not down on Montgomery. I just, okay. So week one, he's going to be playing the Rams. Like, yeah, that's I just, bad. yeah, he's just not going to do anything there, right? And then. I think the switching of quarterbacks could kind of fuck with this team a little bit. I Like, if you ask me, this way that they're doing this is fucking stupid. And the way they're doing it is because that they promised they promised Dalton, uh, Dalton that he would start. start. Like, fuck you, like, Andy. Dalton, you've been a starter in the league. You started in the league for 10 years, and you were... And you suck. You were ass, bro. Like, you got your opportunity. I don't have to promise you shit. Like, what does is, what is making a promise to Andy Dalton mean? Like... Don't get me wrong. I love Andy Dalton. Guess what? Andy Dalton is the reason that the Buffalo Bills ended their 17-year playoff drought. So guess what? I was one of the people that donated $17 to his charity. So fucking don't give me no shit about Andy Dalton. I fucking, I've done a lot for Andy fucking Dalton. But guess what? So, yeah, I, I just think that if Fields gets in there, Montgomery could wind up being, being better. And I agree, but this is the thing. Like for me, the problem is if that takes three or four weeks with Andy Dalton, they're not going to give a fuck about Andy Dalton. The team is going to sit yeah. there and go, "Oh my god, I'm worried about Andy Dalton." They're going to say, "Fuck you," you know what I mean, David Montgomery. We're just going to stop you every chance we get. And if he's st- if if you take him where you need to take him like you you didn't need to take him here but if you take him there and he has a bad four or five weeks like he did last year if he starts off his season this year the way he did last year because they chose not to play you know fields then that's a bad pick and it's going to hurt your it's going to hurt your fantasy team as where i think swift they have no choice but to get this fucking kind of ball a million times because he's the best player like he's the Mm -hmm. best player on their team and you know robinson is the best running back on the jaguars like they're by far not close so I think these guys are going to just need to be touched, need to be touching the ball. So, you know, I, I think David Montgomery is in a situation where fucking Andy Dalton is royally fucking him bad. Yeah. But, yeah, so I just think, you know, the upside of Swift would have definitely been good because I think Swift can be a top five running back. I don't know if – I don't – I Swift, like I said, I think Swift can be a top five running back with the amount of times he's going to touch the ball and his uses in the passing game. I don't know if Montgomery can finish that way the way he did last year. It's just, but I think he, I think Montgomery is going to be consistent. I I, know, I don't think Montgomery is going to be a bust. Put it like that. Sanders, I, I'm worried that Sanders could actually be a bust. Um, 
Not as much in the fourth round, though, because I don't think fourth round running backs are like huge busts. I mean, when you draft running backs in the fourth round, you kind of know what you're getting. You know, these are guys that, you know, really, if you look at the hit percentages on second round and and, and on third and fourth round running backs, excuse me, um, you know, the hit percentage is about, you know, 50 percent, if that. So, you know, you're kind of getting what you're getting. My problem is you don't. Kareem Hunt to me is a complete like he's being drafted with the hope that Chubb gets hurt because he's not going to be worth a sit. Look at these wide receivers. You drafted Hunt before Tyler Lockett, T. Higgins, Chase Claypool, like Deontay Johnson. All these dudes went after Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's not going to wash their shoes if Nick Chubb stays healthy. Like, you're basically drafting Kareem Hunt with the hope, and I, I will never draft a player that high with the with that kind of hope. It just doesn't. It rarely works out for you that way. You know, if anything, he's going to be a back end RB two, and that's the best he's going to finish with Nick Chubb on the field. And like, I just don't want a guy with that little bit of upside when you can have Higgins, Lockett, you know, all those guys. But um, you know, Fant, I like Fant. I, I don't mind the Fant and Hunter Henry thing, but. Why are you taking the Bucks defense? Like, you could have had Devin Singletary added to your running back depth, waited and took you know some another defense later on, and you know had a little bit better running back depth. Here you have you have zero running back depth. Your third running back is a backup. Your fourth running back will never get on the field. <laughs> so like, I, you know you're really in a in a shitty position at running back. I, I just not a big fan of your team, but uh, so I'm gonna go with a D. I hear you. So, so I want to say this real quick. Like, has anybody looked at the 49ers schedule? The 49ers schedule is retarded. Like, it is the easiest schedule by far in the NFL. And I got the well, 49ers. Well, it is. It ain't that damn easy because you got Arizona, the Rams, and the Seahawks. I don't, you know, six yeah, games. but those right teams there, always guys. play each other tough. So you do have six games inside of your division, and those teams are, are you know, whatever. The, you do have higher scoring games in those games. Yeah, but. And, and I- I mean, honestly, all that division, that whole division plays the same teams. Um, you know, the 49ers are just the last place team, so they're going to face the two easiest teams in the in the East and yeah. or in the NFC, and then the one whatever division they play in the AFC, they'll, they'll finish the worst team there. So, so you know, so, it's going to definitely look a lot better than the other teams. But so real quick, I want to just well, read you this simple. schedule. I, I just want to read you this schedule because this fucking schedule makes no sense. Right. So okay. Week one, the Lions, Eagles, Packers, Seahawks, 49ers, I mean, uh, uh, Cardinals, Colts, Bears, right? Then the Cardinals again, then the Rams. And then that's that's their basically end of their tough games. Like they have three tough games in that schedule. And after that, they play the Jaguars, the Vikings, the Seahawks, the Bengals, the Falcons, the Titans, the Texans. And then that's the end of the that's the end of the, of the season. Right? I got the 49ers defense as the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth, ninth. I got it the 10th defense taken and I took them in the 15th round. I am going to place a bet, a board bet right now with Jeff Jake that my 49ers defense outscores your Buccaneers defense for total points by the end of this season. All right, so that's two. Damn, we're really coming to Jeff Jake's team hard right now because we're challenging his quarterback and his defense pick. Let's 
yep. finish off this team. Let's finish off this draft. Yep. Miami Vice 305, four running backs to start. He gets Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson, James Robinson, Mike Davis. We talked about what he did. He traded Gibson and Robinson and got McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. So now his team has McCaffrey, Harris, and Mike Davis, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. He's got Hawkinson and Dak Prescott, uh, Galladay, Michael Thomas, Marquez Callaway, and uh, Alexander Madison, Ramondre Stevenson, Joe Burrow, Devontae Booker, the Browns defense, and Ryan Suckup. Boy, oh boy! <laughs> yeah. Like, well, with Christian McCaffrey with the trade now, I really like this team because, well, yes, the, I, I like the well, running backs on this team, but the wide honestly, receiver depth is horrible. horrible. Wide receivers are terrible. Horrible. You're starting Callaway, or you're starting Galladay and Callaway. No, he doesn't have Galladay anymore. He's starting right, Callaway right. and no one else. <laughs> you have Callaway. That's who, was also, who else did you pick up? I, let me see. Who else did this guy pick up? Because Bro, he has Callaway and nobody else. That's it. Callaway. Callaway. He, and this is a, a, a f- He had to pick up somebody else. He had to that. have picked up somebody. But regardless well, of that fact, my up, man but. has Mike, well, Mike, Mike Thomas, who is on, you know, the pup. He's got Callaway, and that's it. He's got two Saints, and he had a Giant, and now the Giant is gone. So... As much as I love the running back pairing there with Najee Harris and, and Christian McCaffrey, I don't like this fucking team. This is bad. This is really bad. Okay, so before the trade, I didn't like this team. Like, Harris, Gibson, Robinson, Mike Davis. I'm There's no way I'm taking Mike Davis there when you have guys like Thielen and Godwin and Mike Ev- – or no, yeah, Mike Evans and, and – you know, more and all those guys, all basically all those guys. Um, I just don't, no, 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 actually, no, because it was after that. Okay, so he was the last pick in the so, fifth round. So he's he got still up Tyrell Higgins, Williams. Lockett. Yeah, Higgins, Lockett, Claypool, Johnson, Chase, Judy, Beckham. San, hmm. uh, Beckham's probably like the cutoff, and Beckham not really in, in my list, but I know a lot of people are still high on Beckham, so I'll add him to the list. But I would rather have any one of those wide receivers than Mike Davis. Like, I, there's no way I'm taking Mike Davis after I took those three running backs. There's no way. Unless you thought in your head, I'm going to try to trade for Christian McCaffrey and I want Mike Davis as my number three running back. Maybe that was what you thought. But if that was your thought, then when the fuck did you decide you were going to take a running a, a wide receiver? Because you took three wide receivers and two of them on the same team and one of them is not playing. So you had two wide receivers to, to, to go – through a league that has two bot two two flex spots, and you ain't starting Alexander Madison, and you ain't starting Ramondre Stevenson, and you ain't starting Devin Booker. So when the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, what was so, what was the plan here? I don't get the I don't know what the plan here is. I'm giving this team this a C. Is bad. This is this bad. This is bad. This is a bad, bad team, bro. This is a bad team. And the only reason I'm not giving it a D is because it has Najee Harris and CMC. This is a terrible team. This is a terrible so, build of a team. This is bad. So let me, because like I now I'm looking at his team and I see what he's done afterwards. So he put Michael Thomas on IR, um, had two open spots with the trade. He picked up. Uh, it looks like he picked up Amon Rossane Brown, okay, Sammy Watkins, and Tyrell Williams. Oh boy, you are now starting two. Lions. Detroit Lions pass catchers. You are starting Tyrell Williams and T.J. Hawkinson. That's not good. <laughs> that's, no, that's not good. Yeah, that's, you that's... need to. Uh, yeah, you need to trade Mike Thomas for a receiver, big man, bro. Like you need to do something. Mike Davis. I mean, you need to. Uh, 
And I know what the probably thought was. The probably, I mean, like he didn't draft thinking he was going to get CMC. There's no way he drafted thinking that. So he was probably thinking, I'm going to have Kenny Galladay and Michael Thomas is my number one. And that's a good number one and two. And I get yeah. that. And I get that. And he and he he probably thought to himself, Michael Thomas can go on my eye. Especially and having yeah, especially having Callow and then getting Callaway, it yeah. worked out very well. Like yeah. the trade probably screwed your team a it little bit. It fucked you bad, bro. It fucked you bad. Like I, I and honestly, I think you lost on that trade. I'm gonna be honest. I would rather have Gibson and Robinson and and Galladay than just McCaffrey by himself. Like I, I don't get me wrong, I love Chris McCaffrey and he could be amazing, but Let's say Christian McCaffrey's not as good as he was last year. Is that a possibility? Yeah. Well, two years ago. Yeah. No, last year and this. Because if you look at his points last year, actually on a points yeah, per game basis, he was better. Played like three or four games last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, three so. games. But if, if he's not scoring you 30 fantasy points every single week, and that could be a big possibility because this team might say, you know what? You know, with the way we're built right now, if Sam Donald plays good, we have a chance at the playoffs and we need Christian McCaffrey for the playoff run. Right, that's probably that could be a possibility, and we just drafted a run a rookie running back, so maybe we give him some work, you know, to get not give Christian McCaffrey ninety five percent of the touches. You know what I mean? Maybe drop it down mm-hmm. to eighty percent. You know, that could still be great. Christian McCaffrey still could be the number one running back, but you know, Gibson, Robinson, and Galladay, like you pair up those three point those three guys. You know what I mean? That's better than McCaffrey, and then. Callaway and whatever bench wide receiver you took, uh, like I don't know, bro. That's 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 a rough that's a rough deal. I you know even before the trade, just dra- just looking at your team the way you drafted it, you know there's no way I'm going in. You know there's no way I'm taking Dak Prescott in the sixth, you know, and not taking Higgins and Lockett or Claypool or or Deontay Johnson or any of those guys like. He basically went zero wide receiver. Yeah, yep, and that's insane. Like, I get it, but that's crazy. There's no way I'm taking Dak Prescott there. I'm taking one of those wide receivers and then getting Galladay and then taking Michael Thomas for the upside and working it that way. The team looks a whole lot better that way. And then, shit, you could have taken, you know, it's where you took Madison. You could have took, you know, Lance and, and taken, you know, Matt Ryan. Or Kirk Cousins. I mean, you could have did that. You could have taken any one of those rookie wide receivers and hope our running backs and hope they've been good. Or take Joe Burrow and wait until, you know, while Watson went early. I forgot about that. I was going to say take Watson hoping that he plays this year. But yeah, your fucking team was not very bad before you made that trade. Looking at it, like starting those four running backs and then yeah. Galladay and Callaway with Prescott. Well, he could have started all four of those running backs. That's, That's what I'm thing. saying. You could have started That's what all I'm saying. Four. You could have started all four running backs with that tight end and quarterback. Galladay's Galladay could, if he's anywhere near as good as he, what he was, you know, when, when two years Healthy, ago, yeah. like, and then you got Thomas on the pup with Callaway in there, like that. You could have been freaking awesome, especially once Week Seven rolls around and Thomas comes back and he's it. Man, I, yeah, you screwed up by trade that with that trade, yeah, I, in my opinion, yeah. but. You know, the draft wise, I will give you a I'll give you a C for your draft because you're Why, if you're going terrible. So here's the thing. If you're going to draft those four running backs at the top of the draft, then if you're gonna go what zero wide receiver, you don't need to draft Alexander Madison, you don't need to draft Ramondre Stevenson, and you don't need to draft Devontae Booker. Like 
draft wide receivers so that you can start other wide receivers if your wide receivers aren't good. Like, you're not going to need to start anybody, you know, you're not going to need those running backs. You're never going to need those running backs. Yep. Uh, Madison, maybe Cook gets hurt. Stevenson, maybe Harris gets hurt. Booker, maybe Saquon gets hurt. But, like, if they don't, they're just sitting there on your bench and you need wide receivers bad. Yep. I, I, I could have. You could have drafted Michael Pittman in the, yeah. in the 11th instead of Stevenson. You know, you really didn't need to draft Joe Burrow. You could have taken Pittman there. Yep. And that's With, what I'm saying. You, know, like, you could have had you could have had J- Jacoby Myers, Michael Pittman, and your team looks a whole lot better. Yeah. And you but, shit. You could have waited until, you know, I don't know, dude. I don't, I don't whatever. Know. Yeah, whatever. But there it is, guys. That's the whole league, man. This podcast took forever, I feel like. Uh, we've been on here for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, time to wrap it up. So we will be back tomorrow night with another podcast. Until next time, peace out, guys. Peace out, y'all.